Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Self-Love and Shadow Work Podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Sharp, and I'm here with my friend, Adriana. Hi there. Hello. Uh, so tell us a bit about yourself and your story, how, how you found you and uh, your calling. Ooh, such a big question. Thank you for asking. I have to say my, so I work um, professionally doing um, different metaphysical things. So I um, offer tarot card readings. Um, my business is the age of tarot and metaphysical services. So um, there's tarot, Reiki, shamanism. Um, do, do, do I always forget something? Oh, astrology. And just, you know, stuff like that. So I teach classes. I offer one-on-one sessions. Sometimes I go to parties and, you know, I did a astrology party where we looked at everybody's soulmate and that was a big hit. Mm-hmm. Um, or tarot card parties um, that we did. We did a tarot card party. We too. did. Yeah. They're very fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. How did I get there? Well, this was just meant to be. I feel. Um, so when I, I'll start way back. So when I was four years old, that was pretty much my first ever intuitive kind of psychic. Um, oh, and I offered mediumship too. Um, I started seeing spirits when I was very young and um, my family, I didn't have anybody in my family that understood me that I was raised in a Catholic home. So, you know, talking about seeing, but I would see animal spirits mostly, um, which really freaked me out. And then one day, so I think this is really the, this, the event that changed my life and, and set everything in motion. One time I was sleeping really like I'm only four and I kind of awoke and I saw someone coming out of my closet and um, I was terrified like to be on, like I couldn't even talk. I was laying in bed, like so scared. It was this man who had these dreadlocks and didn't look very good. Kind of had missing teeth and a plaid jacket. And, um, you know, after that, I never slept in my room again. And a weird thing, um, maybe Three years ago, I ran into someone at a yoga teacher training. Oh, I teach yoga too. Um, the yoga teacher training. And she was telling me about how her daughter was, you know, a medium and she saw the same dude. She saw the same guy in her room and she described it like, and I never, I thought, oh, wow. Like, because after that happened, I wasn't obviously okay. I was in this Catholic school where there was so much talk about the devil mm-hmm. Um you know, and then seeing that bloody Jesus on the cross all the time was really scary. And um, I remember some of my cohorts, even in grade one, weren't doing very good. They were, you know, on medication or so anyways, it wasn't, I had no support. So they ended up putting me, um, you know, with psychiatrists, like, so always like psychiatrist, psychiatrist, and there's always like, there's nothing wrong with her. So I grew up being very, I just was intuitive. And I remember, I wish I had a little guidance because I felt like I suffered because of it. You know, I was always scared and nobody understood me. And, um, and then, 
so time's going along. And then I'm around 19. I, I meet this uh, girl. I switched schools. I ended up went to an art school in high school. I went to Beale. And, you know, she introduced me to yoga and tarot card reading. And back then, like, nobody had. This was, like, 1994. People were mm. like, you're doing what? Yoga? What? What's yoga? Um, and tarot cards. So, and I'm introverted and I spend a lot of time alone. So um, I thought the tarot cards were fun for me. So I was playing with them, you know, and I was really into the whole, like, close your eyes and um, pick, you know, intuitively pick these cards. And I was like glued to my tiny little book that came with the cards. <laughs> it's like, but it was... Yeah. Thank God it was a good book because I feel like I would have probably just gone nowhere with that. Um, so this is my, this is it. This is my moment. You know, I'm, I'm doing a past, present, future and I pull three cards, flip them over and I'm just thinking to myself, you know, mm -mm, that doesn't feel right to me, you know? So I put them back in the deck, I shuffled again and I was really methodical. I got six, <laughs> really going through. I put the three cards down, I flipped them over and I picked the exact same three cards. And, you know, I'm looking over my shoulder. I'm like, wow, did that just happen? So I was glued, like just enchanted. I was like, whoa, like, why did that happen? Um, and I came across different tarot decks and just tarot just kept coming up. Um, and then I got a little older and I, you know, I, I had my daughter at 22. I started university. Um, I got an art degree, uh, visual art degree. And then I went to, I wanted to go into art therapy um, because I had done art therapy and we used tarot cards. Like the lady Please. that, yeah, it was really cool. Like there's so much you can get out of it. So I thought, okay, this is going to be it for me. And then the year I finished, university they're like they moved the program out of London and I didn't want to go to a big city like I don't like that um the vibe you know yeah I wanted to stay with my family too and um now I wish I went <laughs> <laughs> but they told me in in um, the university they're like you know you have enough psych credits because you have to have a little bit of uh, psychology background to get into art therapy yeah um why don't you just finish your psych degree. And so I did that too. Um, I majored in um, psychology, which my focus was mostly children. Um, you know, cause I felt like I've, it always comes back to children for me because um, in all my work, um, except for tarot, I think some parents are still a little weird about it, but I feel like, you know, if there's one or two kids out there that I can reach, um, through my children's yoga or through my children's meditation that I used to run before COVID. This was all yeah. like pre-COVID life. Um, if there's even like one, I can help to avoid the amount of suffering that I had gone through. Um, so it took me a long time to even embrace mediumship because I was terrified of it. I put a no vacancy sign up. I said, <laughs> That's what I called it. I was like, no vacancy yeah. even come near me. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> I've, I've done similar. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. Because well, it's shocking, right? You're not. It is. And then after all that, you know, 
you know, crazy making about how crazy I was. I, I, I really carried that forever because so I'm working on healing it, but it's scary, you know, why, why, you know, and then anything that had came up, you know, it's like, oh, well, maybe, you know, Adriana's a little off. So then I started teaching yoga. At, well, I started working kind of like on a barter system with um, the children's garden yoga and Reiki. Um, my daughter was there getting classes and then I would like clean the studio to kind of pay for it. But eventually it just like, I was just embraced into it. I ended up starting teaching classes. The the beautiful lady, Barb Westgate, oh my gosh, she trained me. She trained um, a couple other people, but she also ran um, Reiki um, courses. And part of the training for the children's yoga teacher is you have to have your first degree in Reiki because she used it a lot in the classes, um, which was really cool. And I got to do it too. And And after my first degree you get like an attunement I kind of tune you into it oh my lord poof poof like I was like somebody else I my intuition just opened up um like crazy like I was seeing everything I could tie every I and it was always being reinforced and I and that crazy thing started coming back up for me right like are you crazy like my friend, we were going somewhere and my friend was like, okay, you're so smart. Tell me what the girls are going to wear when we get to the door. I said, fine, you know, she's going to have curly dark hair and a pink sweater. And we get there and she is, looks like that, right? Like that was, and he's looking at me. And it's that so surreal moment where you, you feel like you're in a fish tank and you're looking around and you're like, did that just happen? And I said, why do you think, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling good like I could and you know it, I had to kind of shut that down a bit after a while once I got a handle on it because the truth is I found that you know people are miserable <laughs> so, what am I what am I tapping into I, I started going by people's houses and and seeing I was looking for ghosts and <laughs> and I'm like oh is there a ghost in there and I'm like oh no but I'm picking up everybody else's you know the people that lived here had to change their lives because someone died or yeah. there was abuse or and I'm like you know people are only changing because terrible things are happening to them there's not <laughs> there wasn't a lot of the I'm changing just uh you know to like improve my life it's mm -hmm. so I got a better handle on it when I learned the power of intention and I kept going with my um, Reiki trainings. So, oh yeah, so now I'm a Reiki master, but there was always weird stuff happening, but just, no, I don't wanna say weird. I don't mean weird in a bad way. <laughs> no, yeah, just different. I mean it in a professional way. <laughs> professional weird, I get it. Just professional <laughs> weird. And I just started doing, um, so, so then I, op I was doing so much tarot at one point that I was like, well, uh, I think I can do this professionally. You know, I, I was doing lots of yoga. I'm like, well, why can't I do this? Like, um, so I just opened age of tarot. Um, <laughs> I started doing eBay readings. Nice. So yeah, yeah, it was like a really big thing. I've been open for 11 years now. So, uh, and it was cool because it was like a community. Like I was writing and I was, my writing was getting better. And uh, I was meeting these people from all over the world and just uh, fascinating. 
then eBay banned it because it wasn't tangible. So I started just doing it in person and I don't know, just kind of grew from there. So I have a little office now. I have a little studio for yoga, but I'm not teaching yoga right now. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it's and I found, thank you. And I found by doing my astrology that this is like, this is actually like my destiny and where my, my, um, my North node, my destiny thing is, is this work. So that's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very much. There's something else like farming or banking. Actually I did work <laughs> at the bank and it was really terrible for me. Yeah. We mm-hmm. feel restricted in the boxes oftentimes when we, when we end up doing these things. Uh, I was struggling with that with like nine to five jobs. Like I can't do this. <laughs> I was, always building that resistance. I need freedom. I need to be able to do what I want when I want, you know, <laughs> I, I did. I wasn't like, ah, and even mm-hmm. now I, I still struggle with like schedules and stuff like that. I, I don't like to keep myself in even that kind of box. I'm just like, ah. unless it's something I'm really passionate about like this. Yeah. I'm going to keep a schedule for it, but <laughs> my life, I'm just like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'll do something different. That's true. Cause if you start living intuitively, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, yeah, it can get in the way. <laughs> Your intuition is like, Oh, but you should do that right now. But you're like, no, I have to work right now. Exactly. Yeah. It's that, <laughs> that internal struggle. I'm like, ah, I just want to rest. I just want to relax. No, you have to stick to your schedule. I, that conflict. I just, I, I don't do it anymore. I just intuitively now, nah, if I'm not feeling it, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> How, it, how it's kind of established uh, within me. And it's funny when you when you start to go down uh, the paths that are for you. I, it's interesting you brought up uh, astrology. I love astrology. I, I just started getting into astrology and uh, learning about my own shadow energies through astrology, through uh, seeing exactly myself laid out, mapped out, everything. Um, it's so interesting. So do you read like the charts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I started getting really good at it. I met a friend through the eBay tarot readings who was an astrologer. And um, I said, oh my gosh, you know, one day I was like, my computer's not working. All my electronics are down. And she messaged me and she's like, oh, it's my Mercury retrograde affecting you. And I thought, what? (laughs) No one's ever said that to me before. (laughs) So, and then she just, yeah, I started getting, I can do, yeah, I can, I do it professionally too. Now I read charts. I uh, study, 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 study. It was like, I studied probably, I always told myself, give, give an hour to astrology a day because you kind of got to warm up to it. And then um, now I took a couple courses on Udemy, which are actually amazing. What was it? Modern Mm -hmm. astrology and and even the, the see and I had been exposed to it in the past too but it was like such a past where you had to put your chart by hand um like you couldn't even like it came with a disc but I'm like what do I do with this like I don't have a computer <laughs> yeah yeah so I do a lot of um Juno astrology so Juno is your soulmate um asteroid which is interesting because it's who you need where Venus is who you're attracted to. So I find a lot of people have this. Eh, it's kind of terrible that astrology does that to you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> a 
like for me my juno's in virgo so and that makes so much sense i need someone to come and like organize because <laughs> i'm all out of in outer space and then, yeah i think i'm pretty good at it actually i'm working more on my favorite i have to i hate to say this but my favorite is looking at um charts of people that have died so there's a group on facebook the death and astrology and I've I, I hate to say it, but it's kind of like a dabbling hobby. I don't hate to say it. I just hope it's not taken the wrong way. Um, yes. I have a dabbling hobby in like um, stillborn baby charts mm -hmm. and children's death charts. Because in your when you start looking at the 12th house, that can be the that is kind of the the subconscious of you, right? Like the that's that could be your womb time. So to see what happened, because sometimes our karmic destiny isn't to be born alive. Like we we don't know karma like karma knows us. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, I, I'm never going to say anybody's that's their, their path, but it's interesting to do that. Um, my niece was born stillborn last year. Um, and I did her chart and it was, it seemed like just like everything was against her. And then I kind of went into some mediumship and I had the most bizarre experience because I, I was seeing, this child at like different stages. And then I was in a park kind of talking to her and all these children showed up. People like aren't, you know what? Ideally in the future, I would like to have a service where I can connect with, with these children because they were mm -hmm. like, no one talks to us. No one yeah. listens to us. I was like, wow, it was very freaky. It was overwhelming and I just didn't, you know, I didn't expect that to happen. That discomfort kind of showed up uh, intuitively when you went talk about that human discomfort of uh, going there. It's, it's like that taboo. It's funny. That's a part of my chart. Uh, I, this life, I meant to lean more into uh, taboo topics, taboo things, because mm -hmm. before I would people please. And, um, you know, it, it, no, we can't, we can't upset people. And now I'm just like, you know what, everything is, is subject to opinion. <laughs> like literally everything that uh, exists in the world is subject to our opinion, our views. And who's to say we can't explore uh, these things. It's true. And, and it's amazing how you, how they can all kind of cross over. Oh, I had something I wanted to tell you, but. Um, and I was surprised by it. I was surprised by it, but I had to kind of block it out too, because, you know, I just have spirits in my house, like all the time. Yeah. The charts. I love astrology. I really do. And, and when you start really looking at even your past life stuff is can give you so much information and it makes me kind of, you know, happy to see people online, you know, talking about you know my sun sign my moon sign my ascendant you know the big three and and kind of trying to figure it out that way i find a lot of people are trying to figure it out for romance but that's okay yeah yeah i, I mean so many things it's it's like um you, your romantic relationships hold a lot of information anyways in regards to uh, what you need to learn, what you need to integrate, what you need to um, access, you know, who you truly are. Uh, you, you do that through all of your connections, not just romantic partnerships, through every single person you encounter. So it's just like for me, 
when I think about romantic relationships, I think about all the inner work I have to do because <laughs> every single person is going to reflect back at me exactly what I need to heal within myself. So mm -hmm. I, I never really look at those things for that perspective. But one of my friends mentioned that she did uh, shadow work through astrology. And I was like, what? It really like, sparked that, that part of my brain that's like, I, I need this. This is, this is incredibly valuable to me. And that's what kind of led me into uh, deeper looking into my charts. I have looked at charts for um, twin flame connections and uh, to see the, the partnerships. And it's really intricate that you can, you know, see both your, your life path, your life trajectory, past and present future, and, you know, the people involved in your life and how they are involved in your life and were uh, previously all through your chart. That's fascinating. Oh yeah. And even like bringing in charts, looking at future mm -hmm. events, I find, um, I like astrology too, because it takes the empath aspect kind of out of me too because yeah. that's always a um I teach that a lot like empath protection empath uh, you know what is it why is it happening like I've seen I don't know how many people I know that have turned to drugs or are sick you know sick sick because their empath stuff's out of control mm -hmm. um, I talked to this one guy once and he just looked awful. And I realized I was like, Oh my God, like you're, you're, you're an empath. And, and he said, yeah, I, I absorb other people's energies because I want to help them. And I thought to myself, that's like going in the kitchen while I'm cooking something, you know, smells great and, and, and smelling it to make the smell come out of the air. Like it, it's just futile. You can't, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah. So that's a big, and I did, and I, I think I pick a lot of my work or what I focus on based on that too. Cause that's just a whole nother ball of wax. That mm -hmm. um, at first I thought it was a curse, right? Yeah. But now, now it, I don't know, I'm still working on it, but you can see <laughs> it in the chart too. You yeah. can see the, you know, people that are really messed up. If I get a hold of their birth time, <laughs> which I'm asking everybody their birth time. <laughs> um, uh, you can see it like all the water all the weird stuff in the 12th house yeah it's really cool and it's fun I think it gives us all something else to look at uh, for our journey mm -hmm. to wherever that's going to be <laughs> everyone, everyone wants the answers that's, that's kind of the problem is everyone wants the answers but no one wants to you know do the work to uh, receive them it's, it's our experience that gets us to, you know, ultimately fulfill uh, our, our chart. It's, it's our willingness to, um, to play the part in our life instead of just <laughs> clinging to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. It's just like allowing yourself to sit in it, to experience it, to go through it instead of, oh, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? Be in the now today. What you're doing right now is uh, crucial for all of your next steps anyways. So it's just a bonus. <laughs> it's really just a bonus to understanding yourself when you look at the chart and understanding your life. And I, and I totally agree with you. Um, and I found something interesting the other day. It's called a progressed, a progressed chart. Do you know what that is? No. 
progress or progress chart is actually your natal chart. But over time, it kind of changes a bit because your journey is changing. So you can look at a progress chart. Um, it's in one of the settings, like um, when you're bringing up your chart. And you, know, you can look at your progress chart for today. And it's a little different than your birth chart. Because it's, it's weird how that works like that. That's There's so cool. So much. And I do people's astrology. I started doing it on um, PowerPoint because we're on Zoom, right? Yeah. And it can be, you know, pretty tricky stuff. You've got intercepted signs. You've got energies dangling. I, I, um, I work with people and I'm like, you know, this is this is this and this and this. And they're like, what? How do I do that? I'm like, well, you need to be more creative or, you know, you need to, my son, his, um, yeah, he has to like make people in work feel like comfortable or something. Oh, my daughter though, we have the same destiny. Um, So North Node, the destiny asteroid goes around your chart every, I think it's 18 years. So I had her when I was 36. So we had the same. So she's just as weird as me. <laughs> I love it. But I'm lucky <laughs> she's with me because I can't, I can't, I still have that, that, that hang up, you know, like, am mm-hmm. I crazy? I read a really good book. It's called You Are a Medium. I can't remember who it's by. It's just like a blue book. And holy cow, it's really good. It really changes how you look at things and, and, you know, a lot of stuff I'm, I'm looking into now is like, how does your birth chart affect you once you're dead? Mm-hmm. Like, does it still affect you? Like if it's affecting you in the womb, is it affect a lot of, um, I hear a lot of like, Oh, you can't, um, I don't remember what we were talking about. Oh yeah. So in, I've heard a lot about, um, how, you know, your birth chart isn't activated until you have your first breath. Um, that's actually a Jewish idea, um, which is fascinating because I like to study the Kabbalah, the Kabbalah as well, which is um, comes from Judaism. Well, I think a lot of things come from Judaism that we don't even know we're doing, like the spirituality of it itself. Um, I don't agree with that idea that you know your first breath is when your chart starts. So the the um, the Jewish idea is that your first breath is when your soul enters your body. Um, but I mean, they didn't really, the Jewish people weren't doing their astrology like that either. So that's just something that I think that, you know, it's tricky with mainstream spirituality, right? Like we're picking and choosing um, sometimes, not us, but from different places. And whenever I have someone that comes to my business and they're like, they are, their intuition is going, their dreams are on board, they're very intuitive, and they don't know what to do. I, I, my advice, you need a spiritual practice. You have to ground in something, or your intuition is doing nothing. It's just bugging you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, pick that pen up. Why should I pick the pen up? Just pick it up. It's, I call it my thought with no head, you know? It's like, here's this flash, and now I know better. I have, yeah. I have a whole pocket of failures, uh, uh, not listening to my intuition. So I am, I tell them spiritual practice. So anything, yoga, tarot, 
just ground yourself. Um, and then they're like, what's that? Like, how do I ground myself? It's okay. We'll figure oh, it out. You know? yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, when I did my chart, I remember uh, I have like zero earth sign at all in my chart. <laughs> and the lady who was reading it said to me, I don't even think that you know how to ground, how to get grounded. And I was like, I don't. I've never known. I've never been able to. A lot of the readings I would receive from others were like, you need to get grounded. I'm like, how the fuck do I do that? I have no idea. Like, <laughs> I don't even fucking know what that means. And uh, it, took me, it took me a really long time. And, you know, it was just validation for that. You know what? I've never actually fucking been able to do that. And now I can. So thank you. you know, like, now that I'm aware of it, now that it's in my awareness, I know how I can get grounded by not actually being conventionally grounded in, uh, you know, how um, a lot of spiritual people uh, would would receive guidance that way you know go outside do this do that do that I can't do that because it's, it's never felt right for me so mm -hmm. I had to lean into what actually felt right for me for grounding and that's writing so it was, it was like one yeah. of those things where you know taking the airy energy out of my mind and putting it into something tangible and physical was uh, was grounding yeah that's a very good idea I uh, washed my dishes to ground I sweep my floor. Uh, what was there was a saying I heard? Uh, it's a very old saying. When you're really intuitive, you need to still remember to chop wood and carry water. <laughs> yeah. now, I, now it's kind of good. It's kind of given my housework <laughs> more meaning to me. You know, I'm like grounding, it. I'm grounding, I'm grounding. I'm in the, because I get lost in the, in the psychic, in my upper chakras. Like I yeah. am loading around like and it's hard because people don't understand it they're like mm -hmm. um i'm like you just i don't even explain it there's so many things i don't explain anymore yeah how can you sometimes you know this is, this is what i think this is what i'm doing and it's okay if you don't get it it's fine yeah we're all on a different path yoga mm -hmm. is very good for um grounding too and getting that ancient wisdom out of our body to you know the breath work the meditation you really kind of get put back into your body whereas when I feel like I'm doing a lot of psychic work I'm just somewhere else yeah. you're like <laughs> beside yourself you're you're literally like the observer of of your reality and it's like oh what's happening and it's so interesting because that's where we also find the ego and we start to you know loop those uh negative repetitive patterns of like self-doubt and like what the fuck did i do how did i get here what am i doing how am i going to go forward you know, like all of those things start to happen too when you get up in that space it's like your ego is fighting your intuition and you're just left with like this, oh, what do I do? Where do I go? How do I move? And that's where like, uh, you know, knowing your chart, knowing your uh, path and having that knowledge, that awareness of yourself so deeply through, uh, through acknowledging your chart and seeing everything makes it a little bit easier to just know when you're just in this ego space of like, oh, you know, this is just me being hard on myself instead of like staying there because you're not aware you think sometimes we think that's our actual reality that's our actual voice but it's just the ego trying to protect us from uh you know making these moves intuitively versus um 
being stuck in, in that energy of self-abuse and uh, that negative repetitive patterns. It can be pretty scary. I think a lot, I think you're right. A lot of people are really hard on themselves too. And but you're right once you know like hey that's you know that's the luck of the draw like you Mm -hmm. got that in your chart I have a aggressive placement with my Mars in my in Gemini in my third house so I can get very like but now I know that right I know that energy there so and and I know how it's working and it's actually saved probably saved my life that Mars Gemini energy it's it's connected to so many things in my charts I can't um and it's good to kind of know that about other people too like learning yes. other people's charts help you know like your kids or your part well, definitely your partner for sure yeah. that's the first one that's <laughs> after that's you the that's first one. exactly <laughs> I've even made up birth charts for my animals like if I know when they've been born and stuff and it's fascinating you know mm-hmm yeah, we all have a plan here. We all have a thing. We all have a, a reason to be uh, here. Yeah, and how we're still affected by the stars is just such a miracle. And, you know, I hate to say it, but a, lo- I, a lot of my work is always coming back to that man in the closet. Who is that guy? Like, yeah. I don't think it was a spirit because the door was moving. Although I'm sure spirits can move things, but I haven't generally seen that. I haven't seen you know, who is that like why was he in someone else's closet like what, what's he who is and you know and that's that's still kind of my search I don't know if I'm ever gonna you know figure that out but I'd like There's, to explore. explore yeah that's the thing is exploring everything just to un- turn over all the rocks that's my thing I like to journey I, I journey a lot and um it's actually been one of the biggest helps <laughs> to me personally uh, and un- uncovering those rocks and allowing myself just to go into the darkness and travel there and journey there and stay there, explore it, see it, live it and uh, understand it. The more I journey, the easier it is for me to uh, relate in, in this physical reality to what I'm experiencing. I was very uh, traumatized as a child. I was very in that energy of I had to grow up really fast and I, I had to not have a childhood. So a lot of that uh, I'm finding now through shadow work, I'm finding through uh, exploring my traumas, uh, I'm finding that girl again. And the more you find that girl, uh, the, the more you find you, which is incredibly interesting when <laughs> you really get into the nitty gritty of, of who you are you were that child, that child is your authentic energy, that child is you 100%. And that's oftentimes where we get that skew, uh, where our life kind of takes those turns is in our youth. It's, it's so fascinating. And um, can you find that in your charts? You can go back. Yeah, you can. Uh, yeah, for sure you can. And um, a good way to do that, I would think, just off the top of my head, would be to, you can um, change the date when you're looking up your charts. So if you bring up, um, you know, your chart, and then you set the date for like, uh, it could be something significant for the past, or it could be um, just in the past. But it, 
it, there's um, a lot of planets move really slowly, uh, like the, the ones past us out into the universe. So, you know, if you go back and look at your, that's a good idea. I'm going to do that. Go back and look at that <laughs> chart and then look and see, you know, how, where was Pluto for 10 years in my chart? Like, was I, a lot of people suffer because of Pluto. Like, I think Pluto stays in a sign for 10, about 10 years. So I don't know how many people I've, I've talked to. Oh, after 10 years, I, that was it. After 10 years, you know, even myself, I was in a relationship for 10 years. After 10 years is, you know, what happened? Why did it move? Um, that's really deep exploration stuff, but I think it's possible. Mm -hmm. I don't why not? There's so much you can do with it. And those little asteroids mm -hmm. too, they're just moving around and affecting us like black mm -hmm. black moon lilith you know where is she in your chart and your chiron too like the, the wounded healer one um, yeah that's that is i think that is very underestimated um in in literature and everything that is your deepest wound mm -hmm. um, you know and then you've got stuff floating around in the galaxy hitting it here and there and oh, I think that oh yes really to be explored. that was <laughs> I think I feel that too. The universe um, luckily granted us um, like younger kids are coming into my services. Um, and that's fascinating too, because Neptune, you know, has been sitting in Pisces where it likes to be in Pisces, but it's the, you know, the other, the, the actual Neptune has been sitting in Pisces, really making a lot of young people very curious about their spirituality. Mm -hmm. Even in Aquarius, it was in Aquarius um i think late 90s yeah so it's good it's good for us right because if we started these journeys and and now we um, can help other people if they feel lost and and by doing that it, it helps us too yeah to see every single time yeah to see everything yeah that's my favorite part about this i want to learn about my clients i want to learn what they're what they're doing how they're yeah. how is that unfolding for them i can i can guess on a computer screen all i want but when i see it um it's just fascinating i just love astrology it is really cool and it's honestly not that hard to learn i know it when you first look at it it's like ah! <laughs> it looks so intimidating when i first saw my chart i remember being like what the fuck does all that mean what is what is that you know and then I would hear all of the lingo like oh this is the whatever house and it's in leadership and this is you and I'm like oh what you know <laughs> pardon uh leadership ah you know this terrifying word and uh it, it just the more I I seeked to examine it the the more I understood how it was playing out in my life already uh and how uh, I could I could use it to further uh, the lessons to further myself on on my journey. So it was uh, it's a good experience. It was a lot, but it helps to have a good guide. Oh, totally! It's a it's a fabulous guide. And mm. I mean, everything technically can have a chart too. Societies have charts. Uh, wars have charts. There's uh, Oh my God, I could just go on and on. There's just charts all <laughs> over the place. Everybody gets a chart. Everybody gets one. Well, the shamanic, the shamanic view is everything is alive. Yeah. So if we're all 
And we're really lucky to be on this planet. I was reading something the other day called the rare earth phenomenon, um, saying that, you know, we haven't found other life yet because there might not be any. The, the, the outer planets are really protecting us, it was saying, like some asteroid comes shooting at us, the gravitational pull of Jupiter or Saturn or something is going to suck it in. Like it really gave our, it, it's fascinating when you think about it that way, right? We're so perfectly timed with, you know, even the distance from the sun, the, it just it's fabulous, just really mind boggling. I don't know what the Earth's chart would be. <laughs> yeah. Deep exploration. How can our listeners uh, connect with you? Uh, I think the best thing would be Facebook under Age of Tarot and Metaphysical Services. I have some tarot classes starting. I'm working on an intuitive development course, which is going to be um, looking at... Uh, it's going to be a seven series course and each uh, class, you know, one's going to be about like how to lucid dream. One course is going to be how to look at your chart. You know, what are the big three? And then we're just kind of kind of go kind of touch on a little bit of shamanism, a little bit of tar uh, tarot, just kind of helping people find their meditation, just helping them find their grounding. So um, I was teaching yoga too. I do private classes and they're more kind of esoteric, very spiritual um, private classes. I do something called yoga nidra, which is weird. You can, it's, it just takes, oh, uh, I could do like a whole podcast on that, but that's a fascinating <laughs> thing too, because you get so relaxed and you're so everything about you disappears your physical physicality disappears your mind disappears your even your psychic part of you disappears and you're left with this little tiny you and then you can download stuff from like the akashic records about yourself too so that's, that's yeah yeah it's so many cool things you can do <laughs> that's amazing well, it was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for speaking with me about all of these neat things. Oh, my pleasure, Jackie. It's always nice to talk to you. And I love your new tarot deck. It's so cute. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. I don't mean cute like cute. It's just, <laughs> it's great. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye-bye.